rise up Whoa, not gonna give up Whoa, we're gonna rise up Welcome to Rise Up, hosted by me, Steve Cullum. I'm so, so thankful that you're here, and I'm so glad that um, uh, you get to hear this awesome interview that I do with Jay Putty. He is an amazing artist, songwriter, and uh, he's had so many sync placements in the industry, over 500 in the last, just the last few, uh, just the last few years. And now he also uh, creates these very successful groups that he is helping people do what he is successfully doing so it's going to be amazing we're going to be talking about a lot of uplifting things a lot of a lot of um business or goal driven or uh wisdom nuggets that he shares and uh i i really hope you get a lot out of it because it was it was inspiring for me to actually uh to interview jay it was, it was amazing but um i also want to let you know that this podcast is um is sponsored by my patreon account you can go there by going to patreon.com forward slash steve com and uh i ask that you know you think about um sponsoring um sponsoring one of these a month or uh you know you can go there and donate any amount um become a subscriber come become a um uh, uh somebody who enables these interviews to keep going because it takes money um it takes staff members to go through all this go through all the information and and hopefully i really want to give you great interviews i really want to give you great um podcast um uh inspirational motivational um little things that you can take away uh, you know i i started this um after my my stillborn son was born at the beginning of this year 2023 and um i wanted to give him a voice i wanted to give him um i wanted to do i wanted to be better through through him being with us and and going to heaven i wanted i wanted this world to be better through that even though he wasn't here and i thought let me start up a let me start up a podcast um called rise up uh inspirational and motivational stories and messages because i want you to be better i want people to be better because of asher and so um so please you know i, I and that's the whole reason why i started this podcast and so hopefully you're getting a lot out of it and if you are um Show me, show me you are, or if you if you want me to keep doing this, um, I think about becoming a sponsor and um, head over there to my Patreon account, which is patreon.com forward slash Steve Colm, and you can become a partner of many different um, many different ways. But uh, head over there. But let's go ahead and dive into this amazing interview with Jay Putty. Awesome! Well, I'm so excited to have Jay Putty with us. Uh, today it's going to be an amazing interview amazing uh chat and amazing hang thank you so much for hanging out with us dude of course steve i really appreciate you asking me to be on man i don't know why but you know what i'm here <laughs> yeah absolutely and uh so let me just tell uh, all the listeners and viewers just a little bit about jay and just some of the amazing accomplishments he's had just even recently he's had uh you know number one uh k-pop uh singles or songs out there over 500 placements in the last just in the last few years and so for anybody who's not sure what a placement is 
it's basically the music you hear when uh you know you're watching tv i know you're watching the actors but there is music and those are placements and those are paid uh spots and you get back in royalties for that and so jay has been uh, over 500 in the last couple of years so that isn't that's very successful a lot of people have a dream of of getting one placement and you've got like uh five and a couple of zeros so five over 500 more. but thanks again for coming in here how did how did you get started with your um with with getting into this well like music in general or like uh like the certain paths we're on yeah uh, well i i guess it kind of changes a, a little bit throughout somebody's life but i know that you've uh, you've built some successful online groups where you're really interactive a lot of people are getting a lot of it a lot out of it and you've been very successful with your um you know with your with those placements what kind of got you into writing music and getting these kind of placements yeah so i kind of just like everyone else uh story started off uh i was always into sports mostly as a kid and i was kind of like ruthlessly uh bullied as a kid i went to a probably like catholic school so you know oh. how that goes uh bully his parents with neglect but money so they throw money at everything instead of loving the child so therefore it takes all the anger out on on the kids uh issue happened uh ended up needing a couple surgeries and i, st I was staying in uh staying inside the summer of like my sixth and the seventh grade year and my mom was like hey let's go to walmart you know you can get whatever you want uh just you know get out of your room and like you know, let us know you're okay. And I got one of those first act guitars and uh, those really cheap, like first act ones. You remember like the, the section in Walmart or like, uh, you know, Target that would have just like the really cheap, like Adam Levine stuff back when like Maroon 5 was guitar band. Yeah. Uh, and so I started like writing songs like that summer, like really ones because I don't, wait, can I cuss? Uh, uh, try not to, because then we have to change the podcast to uh to uh it, it contains profanity but anyway yeah. keep going. so you're uh, in walmart so you're in walmart and you f found these guitars yes sorry <laughs> I, I i have to i have to consciously think about that uh mouth of the sailor sometimes um but yeah like i got a guitar and i started writing these really horrible songs and uh and when i say horrible like i didn't even learn how to play a chord or anything like that and uh kind of moved from there to like metal bands for most of my um most of my high school until i was like 17 i was like wait no like i can write songs like i actually know how to write songs and girls like these songs i wrote so ended up forming a like pop punk pop rock band like my senior year of high school and when i say like pop rock it was like do you remember like the first one direction album that came out like with what makes you beautiful me oh yeah, yeah i know that one me and three of my buddies were like, oh my God, like this record is great. Like we could do this. We could be them. And we tried it, uh, didn't end up so well. And so ended up like my journey took me to basically guitar teching for bands on like warp tour oh. and all that. And I did that for like a year and a half or something like that. And after a while I was like, oh no, like I still like really like writing songs. And I ended up meeting with somebody when I was playing a show in Indianapolis and they brought me down to Nashville and I was like, you like can start doing that. So uh, shortly thereafter kind of like moved down here you know, where I'm at in Nashville and started writing like country doing all that. And I, I think like my biggest lesson I can say from all this is like every single one of those opportunities came 
because someone would just be like, Hey, have you ever, ever thought about this? And I was like, no, I don't have a single thought behind these eyes, but I'll try anything once. So, you know, moved to Nashville kind of on a whim, started writing country kind of on a whim because like, I'm not a country guy. Like, I don't know if you can tell, but definitely not like the demographic. Well, just uh, you're saying earlier, just saying that you're on the warp tour, that's, that's not a country, a country tour. <laughs> you, okay. You would think that, but really? I can name so many people I used to be friends with on warp tour that like do country now really? there was a band called Bonaventure. Oh yeah. yeah. Uh, Bonaventure's guitarist, Dan is Dan and Dan and Shay. Oh, really? I didn't know that. Oh, wow. And their entire backing band is the old band of A Rocket to the Moon. Oh, gosh. And then, like, even, uh, like, I mean, shoot, uh, Paul, the guitarist of Boys Like Girls, is a number one country producer right now. Gosh, wow. Uh, the emo kids have taken over. And, like, you can even, like, Artist versus Poet, uh, their old lead singer is now, like, a number one writer with, like, Dua Lipa and stuff. Gosh. My buddy Steven Reza was in a metal band called uh, uh, Kingdom of Giants. It's wild. Like, the, the punk pot uh pipeline into this now yeah uh, but yeah like everything's like pivoting and then i got met up by uh an australian gentleman uh probably like six years ago he was just like jay i've heard you pop stuff i think you're absolutely fantastic <laughs> have you ever thought about writing k-pop and i was like you mean like anime openings because like that's all i had yeah. and he's like no no and he's like there's like a whole industry of nothing but boy bands out there and i was like cool like let's do it I've never done it before. I'll figure it out as I go. So we did that for a couple of years. And that's what led me to writing for like, Oh my girl. And like, you know, and Boa writing some of their songs swing and uh, uh, who comes, who knows that ended up being like two of my first, you know, major number one uh, songs on number one records, which was great. And I mean, that's kind of like right when the pandemic happened. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And then when, you know, when the world shuts down and it, the whole music organization shut down, I was like, I have to get into something. Yeah. Like, I, I can't just not like write while I'm like, while I'm doing this. And so uh, this was, you know, obviously 2020 when the pandemic and I was like, I need to, you know, I still need to be creative, even if I'm just going to stay home all day. And that's when I started like picking up production. Uh, I'd never like done it before. And I started doing it like April, 2020. And that led to finding out like what like I'd already already kind of like known vicariously like what sync licensing was like I had had a couple um, by accident just because like I wrote songs for other people and they're like hey by the way like this is gonna be in this I'm like that's yeah. really cool I don't know what that is anyways let's go uh, send me the check sounds good <laughs> yeah it was just kind of like one of those ones I don't know what sync is you mean like the band in sync I don't know in sync they're uh, not still around are they <laughs> I no I no yeah. No, no, they haven't gotten back together. But yeah, like that's what uh, it was kind of like then that I found out like about the world of sync licensing. And I was like, you know what? Might as well give it a go. And that's like kind of the the short, long story long of how like started pivoting into that uh, lane, like the sync licensing realm, which I still feel like is such an ever changing like yeah. place to be. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and for anybody who's not quite sure what sync uh, licensing is, just really quickly, sync is the synchronization of music to video. And so th there's more video out there than ever has ever been in the history. You know, everyone's got an iPhone with 
uh, with great recording abilities and recording their buddy doing a kickflip on a skateboard, you know. So yeah, so yeah, you yeah. got into sync, and then um, uh, obviously that's a lot of success. In in two years, you're able to build, uh, you know, over 500 placements. That's that's a bit of a dream come true. That is a dream come true for a lot of artists out there, you know. Yeah, uh, I got very like I got very lucky. I'm kind of like one of those like really really um, weirdly obsessed people. Um, so like when I hyper fixate on something, I'm like, all right, I'm going to do this. And like, again, like I think I was aided by the pandemic in this uh, way. I would, I did like three sessions a day, five days a week for like the first year of the pandemic. Wow. I was writing like hundreds of songs a year. That's because I think it was a mix of how like Nashville likes to write, which yeah. Nashville is like two sessions a day, five days a week, minimum. Yep. knock them out let's keep going we'll keep reworking all that and so my like my goal is always to like write the best song possible and like obsess over like how can i write a better song for like whatever application comes yeah so like the the mix of nashville and then sync happened and then i started started writing all these ones and it basically got to the point where i was like oh i can just you know this is what's going to be needed and uh when the placement started coming, I was like, Oh, this is really cool. I should just like keep doing just this. Yeah. Um, and so, like I say, like I got, I got really lucky cause I feel like it was like right place, right time. And like a lot of like what I do uh, as an artist personally as well. Cause a lot of those placements have came from like, believe it or not, like three or four songs of mine, wow. like one in particular that I'm talking everything from Bush gardens to Shriner Bach to Ralph Lauren to like carnival cruise. It's all, all like one specific song. <laughs> That's and great. I think it's just like a mix of again, like right place, right time. Um, I really love the song and it, it's in one of those like genres that uh, I was just talking to a publisher the other day. They're like, people don't make their identity. This like we've all, uh, we've all seen it before. Like Bree's come in and she's like, Oh, I can do this. We, Yeah. But like, that's not who you are. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. And you know, my philosophy is really different. And this is why like, I can't like, when it comes to like the world of sync, I never, I'm like, Hey, like, this is just my opinion. Cause I, I don't know. Like, cause I'm, I'm very like outspoken with everything that I do because, uh, word I want to say, but can't about myself. Uh, but when it comes to like sync, like I just believe that there's nothing stronger than an artist because most like even supervisors, like they're not musicians. They're like music lovers. And they, like when they look at it through a lens, they can kind of tell whether or not it's like a real like song being written or like a, I call it the paint by numbers just because like, that's what we do. Um, that's what we do with uh, like Nashville. Like it's kind of like, you know, cold night, cold beer, cold jeans, like, <laughs> all that kind of stuff um and so like with my like own personal like artist brand it really has led me to be like okay like when people need like this specific song they can either pay for like american authors mm -hmm. or like they can pay for me and you know we all know that i'm nowhere near as big as american authors so like that helps. Um, well, then they, they, they don't have such that instead of paying a million bucks, they have to spend a hundred current hundred K or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And so like, that's, I mean, that's kind of like how it was. Like it, it was just like, uh, you know, to like, kind of like cliff note it, I, I told you, I can kind of like ramble a little bit. It was just like, 
all those placements kind of came from like right place, right time. My just obsession with wanting to write music all the time. And then just coming into like the, Oh, like this is, this is what I like to write anyway. So I'll just do this with like the new knowledge I have of like what works and what doesn't in like this realm of the music industry. And because of that, they're like, Oh, well, like, we'll just go with you. Yeah. Well, like one thing, that. as you're saying that, one thing that really jumps out that you did do that's maybe that the average person is not doing is you actually put in the time. You said, okay, I'm going to do three sessions. I'm going to write three songs a day. I'm just going to, I'm just going to go for it. I'm not going to be like, oh, you know, write one song and hope and, and fingers crossed. You were like, no, let's do it again. Let's do it better. Let's do another one. Let's do another one. If you did that for a year, then that's like, that's like nearly a thousand songs that you're doing and you're just constantly, you can't help but get better. You can't help but be prolific. You can't help but figure it out just by doing that. So that's an awesome, I think, takeaway for anybody is, you know, if you want to dive into something, do it, do it over and over and over again. You know, I always use like sports heroes. Like, do you think Michael, Michael Jordan practiced a, a free throw one time and thought, oh, I got it in. So I'm got that one down. Let's go to another. No, no hundreds thousands millions maybe shots you know i uh i go to i love that you use the sports analogy. i use sports analogies for everything and um bruce lee said this i don't fear the man who's practiced a thousand uh a thousand different kicks once i fear the man who's practiced one kick a thousand times that's good say that one more time that is a good quote uh i don't fear the man who's practiced a thousand different kicks once i fear the man who has practiced one kick a thousand times love it and that's kind of like my like my philosophy for it is like like you said like i know like i know like sync is such a like a hot button thing right now like it's like the hey like you can like make a bunch of money by getting a sync placement but it's not just like the one song that can get you like a bunch of placements because there are songs that can do that, but there's a lot that goes into it. It's it's the, it's the active practice of getting in, in there and going like, okay, like do these songs work for it? Yes or no. And then getting it even to that starting line. And even then it's just like, are these the best songs to take to the starting line? Right. Uh, yeah. And the only way we know that is by actively trying to write and create as often as possible because at the end of the day, like uh, I was the same way when I first started like learning about this world, it was like, okay, what's popular right now? What are people saying? Like, what is this? And then I was writing songs like that through my lens. So I was sounding like what that was instead of going, okay, here's what I can take away from this practice of like, all right, well, if space is here and dynamics is here and like lyric choices are here, how can I take those and create with my voice, but with those parameters in the back of my mind? And yeah. so therefore what comes out is very distilled, very whole version of something that a, you know, an editor or supervisor can't get because it's like, well, this sounds like it could work, but I've never heard it said like this before. Yeah. That and that right there, that's another another life lesson too, because it's like you 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 did the research and then you figured out a way that you could make it yours. And so you're not just copying, you're not just like, oh, they did that, so I'll do the exact same thing or so close. You're adapting that and you're adapting that and you're adapting that and you're making it yours and you're saying it, as you just said, in a in a way that's never been said before. So you're actually making 
the world a better place in in your zone in your area you're making the world a new place you're creating a new thing and it's uh i think it's just so cool and i i think for anybody doing whatever they're doing there's great keys there of doing the research but then making it yours and making it better and <laughs> there's tons of gems here uh, <laughs> jay you're off this is awesome So amazing. Thank you so much, Jay, for, for your time and your wisdom. You shared so many great, um, great points, great takeaways. And I encourage all the listeners, you know, use those little keys that you learned. Any of those things that in, in got you inspired or any of those little takeaways, write them down on a little stick-it note uh, or post-it note. And I write them down where you can see them and 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 read it over the next few days read it over you know whether you're not you're you're driving in your car or when you get to work you know um put it on a little stick it note or a post note put it on your car or meditate over that go over that give it go over those words many many times because um one thing i've learned in um in uh, uh in teaching and and mentoring and coaching people is uh repetition is the key to learning and so going over it reading over those notes reading uh, it helps absorb and it helps you to do what you're writing down that you want to want to become uh become or accomplish so um so i'm so glad that you got a lot out of it and uh also i want to let you know please head over to my patreon account patreon.com forward slash steve calm and uh seriously think about becoming a, a supporter a, a partner with me to continue these amazing interviews and i want to interview so many people and give you guys so many amazing inspirational and motivational stories so head over there and uh, i will see you there and i'll see you in the next one Yeah, oh, we're gonna